We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. It's not your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm your Huckleberry. The Fan. 503-250-1080. That is the Fan text line. Ooh, great one coming in on the fan text line. Maybe it's not Brandon Staley out of the AFC West that knows who his punter is. It's Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. That's all they do. Well, that and, you know, I, I would expect him to be a special teams guy because he trusts him more than he does. He trusts both of them more than he does his quarterback. Yeah. Um, there is there that that punter situation. My goodness. Brian Dayball just sitting there like, we get this big win and this is how I have to, this I have to deal with. We kidding, kidding me? You kidding me, man? Uh, last night, after the Blazers got absolutely throttled by the Golden State Warriors in preseason basketball, um, as Ryan Buckley walks by shaking his head all happy, it's preseason basketball, Buck. Um, you had Steve Kerr. His team's a dumpster fire, and he's over here grinning from ear to ear. God. Well, he like right, defending world champion dumpster fire. They happened. <laughs> yep. Um, but Steve Kerr, he of getting punched in the face by Michael Jordan, had this to say about Draymond Green, who punched the face of a Jordan Poole. Jordan obviously uh, had to be involved in this, and um, the players have been doing a, a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, Steph has been working uh, like crazy to try to uh, figure out um, the best way to move forward. Um, so he's been organizing some of these conversations, um, and uh, uh, Jordan and Draymond got together and had um, a, a great discussion um, that uh, I think will help us move forward. And um, so after this entire week of, of, of everything and just assessing everything, um, this, this feels right. Draymond Green is back, baby. Do you think Jordan Poole in that meeting has to be going full on uh, Breaking Bad? He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> I like there is a part of me that I sit there and I go I don't think that this is as big of a deal in in those 
in behind closed doors and in that locker room as it is everywhere else. I have been told otherwise. Really? Yes. There's two two camps. The old guys, Steph, Clay, Dre. You make you can even toss Wiggins in that. And then the kids. Well, the and kids can go to hell. Guess what they guess what they need to figure out. Th- there's a strong um, f them kids mentality that seems to be prevailing. Because here's the thing, Steph, Clay, Dre, um, Iggy. So the good players. Yeah, Steph, Clay, Dre, Iggy, and uh, that, that that quartet is the only group that. So it w- like let's go through this. It's Kaminga. It's Jordan Poole Wiseman. and Jacob Wiseman, right? Yes. And, and anybody else. Moody. Like, there's, there's a, bunch of, a bunch of very young, okay. talented players on this roster. But the, the four figureheads are Steph, Clay, Dre, and Iguodala. So, but the quartets that exist, it's them and the Lakers with Magic Johnson, uh, Michael Cooper, Kurt Rambis, and I'm forgetting. Oh, Kareem. Um, those are the only quartets that have won a pile of titles together. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Yep. Like those are the two groups. So when you're talking about cachet in a room, yeah, Steph and Clay and Iggy, they can say all they want publicly. Who are they going to side with? And I think that this is exactly what is is going on at Golden State. Is you have Steve Kerr, you have those old the, the old vets, right? That are are going. Look, this is us. This is. Who was the were the what the four that won the multiple titles right Yeah, they were. It's it's us. It's us in the Showtime Lakers. Yeah, and I think that Draymond having very little consequence <laughs> sitting out some preseason practices in a game. He probably appreciated it to be honest. He probably wasn't going to play in one of them anyways. I think that this is nothing more than the Golden State Warriors saying, "If you young guys, if we do have this division, this is who we're siding with here." Yeah. And, it's, and that's, again, proving to be a problematic in this and that Jordan Poole is trying to get paid a lot of money. And what that does to that locker room and to that organization, and again, this kind of thing can tear a team apart. Uh, look no further than the Phoenix Suns and DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. Like the, when you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, and that's what we're talking about, that's when this stuff gets very, very dicey. Mm, man. Because Draymond wants to get paid, too. Draymond knows that his best days are behind him. He though. still wants to get paid. He's, he's, he's That's that's a real issue right now, whether or not the Warriors keep him and pay him. On that team? Yes. Because well, it should be. It it shouldn't be. What What is is his play and how sustainable it is. Yes, because when he falls off a cliff, it is going to be... Think Russell Westbrook, but worse. He is falling. Like we saw, we see that he's not as much of a disruptor as he was. He was tremendous in the finals, though. Yeah, a year or two ago, certainly. And you're already seeing, though. Yeah, that in the finals, he was great, but he was a liability elsewhere in the play. Even in the playoffs, he was a liability because he doesn't have it to go with multiple styles. Nor do I think he brought it. Early in the playoffs, and that is that because he does, he knows what is within him, yep. and that is that's an issue that you don't pay the big bucks to. With with how this is going to play out with the young guys in that locker room, winning will cure all, and that's what Steve Kerr gets paid for. He's got to do his best, Phil Jackson, to manage egos, massage those egos, and that's really what happens with all great NBA dynasties. And the Doug Gottlieb saying of the hardest part in the NBA 
is to win over a locker room because you can't win over a locker room unless you got rings, but you can't get rings unless you win over the locker room. Like that, that's it. That's what Steve Kerr, he's already got two fistfuls of rings. Now he's got to keep this whole thing together. And the, the guys who are the best at managing those egos, he learned from the best in Phil Jackson. Yeah, and he played alongside the GOAT. But even Phil Jackson failed with Shaq and Kobe at, in, at the end of the day. There, you can only take it for so long. Yeah, then managing egos, and like again, that is a lot of egos. And here's the thing. If they didn't have Clay Thompson, if they had literally any other wing in NBA history, this thing's a disaster. Mm-hmm. But Clay's just the most likable dude in the NBA that And was willing not to break the bank. Yeah, just whatever, man. I'm you know, I'm cool, I'm Clay. i I get on my boat super high and just shoot baskets. <laughs> like that's that's Clay. That's that's what's gonna keep that team together is that really Steph and Clay is going to keep that together. Or it's going to crash. And it, listen. If there's not even just that it's the Warriors, I love glorious train wrecks. When, when you look at this stuff, and they're, this NBA season, beyond the egregious tanking that's going to happen for Wembenyama, you look at the Nets, you look at the Celtics, you look at the Suns, you look at the Warriors, there are teams at the top that are going to crash. They are going to the Lakers. They are going to crater in tremendous fashion. Now, are all of them going to do it? I don't know. All right. Well, Two of them? I've got a question, and we'll come back to it on, on this because if you go on the Rip City Twitter, boy, it seems like the Blazers are one of those teams. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. Hey, Chucky. Hey, Chucky. Hey, Chucky. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. Danny and Dusty hey, on the fan. Tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time is tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. I met this little girly. Her hair was kind of curly. Went to her I'm house and busted her a meme that's going around right now. The Cincinnati Reds have announced a multi-year partnership uh, to have a sports book in Great American Ballpark. It'll open in January of 2023. Meanwhile, the Reds' best player, Pete Rose, has a lifetime ban for betting on baseball. Wow! <laughs> so they're going to open a sports book in the ballpark. In the ballpark. Which, again, I'm not against, but in a ballpark that uh-huh. fans are actively not going to. Well, that is true, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got to get. Well, how do you get fans in to b- cash their tickets for the L- Reds losing? Literally bet against yeah. your team. Yeah. All right. Which Pete never did. 
So he says. <laughs> Pete Rose says he never bet against this team. You know what? I actually do believe him on that. I do, too. Um, he's so he, arrogant to believe that everything that he bet would be on them winning. Yeah, he's like, you know what? We're going to win. Um, we were talking the Warriors uh, do nothing towards Draymond Green. Blazer fans sure seem like they need to be talked off a ledge because you said there's going to be a lot of teams that implode. The Blazers have not been good. No, they've been, <laughs> objectively, they've been objectively bad. And here's the thing. Maybe my my <laughs> really bad. I you know you know me. I'm I'm not gonna sing anyone's praises that needs them, like or that doesn't need it. If, mm-hmm. I, I'm if anything, I'm I'm the pessimist of the group. Uh, when I look at this team, my pessimism is tempered, and you know why? Mm-hmm. Because ownership, the general manager, and the coach have all flat out told you, like it's not been mixed messaging of like this is a championship caliber team or we're one step away or the 54 win pace of Al Farouk Aminu with the four. Like that stupid stuff's gone. Joe Cronin in the press conference at media day said, yeah, you know, we're, we're more shorting to togetherness than wins early in the season. Ding, 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 ding. We suck. That means he saw it. <laughs> That's what it means. Like there's problems. And the, when he first got appointed, he said this is going to be like an 18-month thing. Yes. That's not a quick fix, folks. No. Because they had to strip down what was there and get back what they could while they stripped it down. They drafted a kid in Shaden Sharp who looks like every time he gets on the court, he gets a little bit better, which awesome to see. They get the best wing they've had in 15 years in Jeremy Grant. But it still doesn't fit together because you've got Yusuf Nurkic out there who's being paid to be a big defensive big who can't play because he's not in shape or unwilling. And so the thing that you're paying, and everybody says, well, the guards don't play defense. And, like, you knew that. Isn't that the most frustrating part about Nurk, the fact that he just got an extension and this is how he comes yes, back you, to camp? you come to camp out of shape and un, unable to perform. That is just And after playing all summer. For your national team, like, you should be. It's like. And everybody, again, everybody thinks everything, that all things are equal in the NBA or NFL or MLB. They're not. Damian what? L- yeah, I know. Shocking, right? Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons are paid to go get buckets. Oh. That's what they're paid to go do. And, and Yusuf Nurkic is paid to play defense, block the paint, rebound, block shots, be a force in the paint. Give you 10 to 12. Give you 10 to 12. Give me and, 10 to 12. When he's not doing his core things... There's no, like, well, we'll go another way. Like, if Dane has an off-shooting night, you've got Avery Simons. If Avery Simons isn't, isn't knocking down shots, you've got other guys who can knock down and shots. This is the biggest issue, I think, though, that Blazers fans have is that the depth behind Nurk of, okay, then who? And that's part of this. Beyond the depth, let, let's say you have a average backup center. You know what you're still going to be bad at? All of those things. All of them. Because the difference between a starting caliber center and a backup center is tremendous. It's one of the biggest drop-offs in, in the league. Like, outside of scoring. Like, that's that's why the, there's, like, a delineation between good and bad teams. Everyone's talking about wings, wings, wings. Yes, that matters. But in the 82-game season, if you can't control a paint and you can't protect the rim, that's, like, you have shooting variants over 82 games. Teams can get dumb hot from three. You can be wide open, miss from three. But if you're getting consistent looks at the rim regularly because you don't have defense or you don't have good defensive rebounding or you don't have good rim protection, you will lose. And that is, like, make no mistake, what Golden State did from beyond the arc, beyond the arc kind of revolutionized and kick-started the way modern offenses played. But they got to the rim 
And they have guys that got to the rim often. And they got the easy buckets as well. And I think that that, that gets lost on, on, I think, a lot of fans in that where they were so dominant from beyond the arc, and it truly was Im- incredible, and it, it still is impressive the way that Steph and Clay can shoot. The guys that do the dirt, Dream on, that's what makes him so valuable, made him so valuable to that team, was his ability to get buckets that weren't from beyond the arc. That's what Steph kind of does, with these, the, does the slithery get through the lane and kind of contort his body around so often. Like, they are really good. They were really good at it. That's why, you know, it wasn't just, to your point, what was Andrew Bogut's role on that on that team? He was the, he was the rim protector. He was to make sure guys didn't get in there. That's all he did. Uh, contrary to pop, uh, popular belief, was it uh, 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 Sasha, what was his name? Um yeah, uh, no, no, Luis, Luis Scola. Remember when he slid his foot in underneath Kawhi? So you're thinking of, of uh, uh, Zaza. Zaza Pachulia. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I went through. Th- I knew yeah, it was no, Sasha. Pachulia there. Z- then I went Luis in Zaza there. in there. Yes, and he was a guy that he slid his foot under Kawhi. What well, all he was there to do was to make sure nobody got to the rim and play defense. He knew his role and he he lived it. But you have to fill all the other gaps, and that's where the Blazers, they have so many gaps that they need to fill, too. And Jeremy Grant's a good start, though. Yeah, he is, and you're seeing stuff from Shaden Sharp. You're like, okay, you know Josh Hart's a good player. You know Anthony Simons is a good player. You know Damon Lillard is a good player. The thing for me here is that, and then we've talked about this when the schedule came out, like the first 24 games are going to be rough, mm-hmm. regardless of how they like, regardless of how they're playing. We knew like getting through the first 24 at 500 was like, that's gonna be your sign. Mm. Like if they're if they're close to or at five hundred, you're okay. Mm. If they're eight and sixteen, seven and seventeen, then you're like, oh, this isn't good, Bob. Like, mm. um, but you take a look at where they're at. Preseason matters; it always does. But I also believe that there is a working out period. So I, I'm in, in this in between. Like I'm I'm objective. Like the things that I'm most worried about are the things you can't fix. Like, Yusuf Nurkic not being in shape. Like, that's something that's going to take a month or two to... He's got to do it. And that's a... Ma- like, to me, that's a massive red flag. It is, especially after getting paid and playing this summer. Like, the Dame Ant backcourt, that is a problem. But as far as, like, my list of problems, Damian Lewis is a top 75 player of all time. Anthony Simons is one of the best shooters in the NBA. Like, I figure out... I figure those things, like, you can counteract some of your defensive badness. They weren't able to do it with CJ and Dame. During the regular season, they were. Sure. But to, to an extent, again, like like problematically, uh, let's just kind of run down the list of things. Dame and CJ, bad defenders. Dame and Ant, probably bad defenders. <laughs> yes. Can they cover up for it in an 82-game se- season to be effective enough to be like a viable team? Yes. But that I think that is the problem that Blazers fans have is that we've already been through this for a mm-hmm. decade. Of, of of course you can mask it for eighty two. We want something different come spring. And that's the thing where I go towards number one. I do believe Simons will get better on that, and how much will be a big determining factor in whether or not this this backcourt works together long term. Yes, yes. But beyond that, I'm also a firm believer in that the Blazers will move on from Yusuf Nurkic sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I mean. He got his money. You, 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 he's got his money. But beyond that, like you just look at one thing that I have noticed. Hey, I, let me put it this way: everything Joe Cronin has said, he has done. When he says they want to be bigger, longer, stronger, more athletic, does Yusuf Nurkic match those boxes? Uh, no. Okay. 
So what do you think that they're looking to do right now? Well, I mean, he, he is big and he's long, but, I mean, he's not bigger, stronger, longer, more athletic than what they previously were. No, no he is not. He's not Jeremy Grant is. Yes. And so if, you, if you're talking about wanting to play more aggressively uh, and, and play a switchable defense and all these things, like they everything, that, that's what I appreciate about, about Chauncey and Joe right now is they have not minced words about what they want to do. And the personnel that doesn't fit has been slowly kind of rotated out. So if I look at Yusuf Durkic, I go, I don't think his time here is all that long. I think I think what we're looking at is Nurk for Ben Simmons, Miles Turner, and DeAndre Ayton all at once. I mean, sir. Just a one one out, three in my, type situation. My pants can only get so tight. <laughs> Those are all the people that like you, you look at that are available around the league. There's three of them that are longer, bigger, and more athletic. That's kind of it. Yeah, and again, I would imagine that come trade deadline, this team does look very different. And there's two starters right now in Hart and Nurkic, who I think are very likely to be moved. All right. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Boy, Yankees-Guardians, tough to watch last night. Danny Dusty on the fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. We still in the rain delay in Atlanta? Yep. Oh, my it, That's crazy. Uh, they are in the uh, rain delay in the first. Phillies, Braves, scoreless. And you talk about wanting to get up off the mat. That is a Braves team that uh, they tried to mount the comeback in. Nick Castellanos! Diving catch. That, did you see the replay of that catch? Because yes. it was incredible uh, effort from Castellanos. Uh, they play, and then at uh, six or five thirty on FS1, you got Padres Dodgers game two. That first game was a bloodbath. Dodgers are a machine. Just hand them the title. Just I, I know you're Astros guy. You think you can hang? You can't. Why? You can't hang with that team. Why? That no. Why? It's a machine. See, that's the dumbest thing you could say. Nope. Like, you don't think that a team can get hot in the postseason. I'm not even talking about the Astros. I'm talking, like, if they meet the Yankees or maybe the defending world champion Braves again. They have been unbelievable this year, the Dodgers. But if you get a team that is streaking in the postseason, watch out now. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Any definitive comments about teams in the postseason, like – 111 wins, insane. Run differential, insane. But how many times have we seen it before that... We haven't. No, no, that that. you see a team in the playoffs that everybody thinks is dominant, and they falter. They stumble. They fall. I get all of that, and I... I, I, Listen, I know I'm going against... Mariner fans know. 21 years ago. 116 116 wins. (laughs) Trust me. Five more than the Dodgers. Yeah, not that run differential. Okay. They packed it up. That team is terrifying. Yeah, they are. Terrifying. They absolutely are. But there's always terrifying teams in the playoffs, and that's what makes Major League Baseball postseason so great. You hang on every single pitch, every single one, and you never know when it's going to happen, and that's, that's the cool part about it. The Padres, though, they're getting pumped all season long by the Dodgers. And yeah, that's a big my, brother, little brother. Situation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is, and it is getting gnarly I, I, for them. Dodgers are an incredible. 
incredible team. I, I feel sorry. And I agree for with Padres you and all the all of the lauding and praise of the Dodgers because they deserve it for what they are. But that's the thing about the postseason that is so exciting is that it's serious, I said it yet. I mean, I said it yesterday. Like the thing about baseball and hockey is that you can get hot, oh, yeah. but also there's such thing as a buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers are a buzzsaw. Yeah, I just. Just takes a couple of games. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe you have your you, starter pull a Verlander like they had, and you go to their second starter and, then, and their third starter, and they're still. Well, yeah, that's what great teams do. <laughs> but you you touch them up in that first one, you get momentum, and then all of a sudden, that's the that is the backbreaking part of what happened to the Mariners is that they had Verlander on the ropes, they had the ace, and they were going to beat him, and that happened. Like that's the part that is so tough is that it was all right in front of them. They had it right there and they let it slip through their, their fingers. Or I guess Robbie Ray, let it hang right through the middle of the zone for Jordan Alvarez. Um, one thing that is a little tough to watch. Did you catch any of that Braves guardian or uh, Braves that uh, Yankees guardians game uh, for about 47 seconds. And then yeah. I was like, Oh, I hate this. Uh, so are you on the same thing? same path as I am? No. I was watching that, and I was watching Bob Costas call that game. And I was looking around saying, are we watching, like, a Yankees broadcast here? The answer is yes. And what's interesting is that uh, because it just had all the feelings of everything that was negative about the Yankees that was said is everything that's kind of regurgitated by Yankees fans. And we know that Bob Costas loves him, the Yankees. And as I was watching it, I was going, are they going to – is he going to talk about the the Guardians? the Guardians exist? Are they – are they a participant in this game? And um, we have big Yankee honk in here. And he was saying that, you know, uh, Yankee Twitter was like, these broadcasters don't like the Yankees. Well, yeah, the reason why it felt like that is because Yankee fans don't even like the Yankees. They find the weirdest stuff to complain about, about their own damn team. And that's what I was watching the game going, I I don't I don't know. And I love Bob Costas. I love his pink eye at the Olympics every time. See, that's time, the difference between years. you and I. Oh, you don't, you're not a Costas guy? I do not like Costas. I, mm. I do not like Costas, and I don't like Marv Albert. I don't like New York broadcasters. I don't like the way they call games. I don't like the sound of their voice. Huh. I am full Chappelle show skit. Like, I want nothing <laughs> player but haters yeah, ball. Oh, player haters ball. I hate you and everything about you. I want nothing but bad things to happen to you. I, mm. I do not like. I hear their voices, and I like. When people say that they don't like somebody, it's like for one reason or another, I hate the sound of their voices. Okay. Like, it genuinely, it, it grates on my nerves. <laughs> it does. It ruins the experience for me. North, northeast accents, I cannot stand. Oh, okay. New York wow. accent, Boston accent. Like you I, just don't, they I, make your blood boil. Oh, my, my eyes get thin, and I want to hit things. Wow. Yeah, no, I hate it. I had, a, I had a roommate who, that was British accents for him. He yeah. Wouldn't, he wouldn't watch a movie. Yeah, no, yeah, like, 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 there's some Cockney accents that, that are out there, man. That are, like, like, uh, I had a buddy who's Welsh, mm-hmm. like Welsh, Welsh. Like, it is his accent. It it's it sounds like he's chewing on words. It oh. it's very very difficult to get through, and a lot of people got very frustrated with him. He was born in the states, raised in in, in Wales, and then got back in the in the military. Uh, when you're dealing with a lot yeah. of Southern Cajun, Florida mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get used to dealing with that yeah. tongue. There's no there's no level of getting used to a like a deeply Welsh tongue. Oh. Okay. My other note of that game, Guardians and Yankees. Mm. How about the beefs? Stephen Kwan. Uh, go beefs. 
I mean, other than that, uh, it was all it was the Yankee show. Yeah. And that Rizzo bomb, that looked like it was further. That looked like it was further 386 feet. Welcome, like he looked like he launched a welcome rocket. To the, welcome to the right porch in Yankee Stadium. That looked like he absolutely launched that thing. Everything it was does. Three, three seventy eight. Yeah. Three seventy eight. I think is what the official measurement was. If it's what? right, if it's right of center, everything looks like it's hammered because you don't realize that the short porch there is like three. What is it? Three thirty six. I think at the at the pole, and it goes yeah. up to like three sixty. That that is non existent out there. Yeah, it, w- it was an upper decker, and yeah. I was like. Whoa! And then you get it back, and you're like, "Oh, 387." <laughs> you're like, that, "I mean, that's it's a decent home run, but like, that's not leaving a lot of parks." No, that's the point. It looked like it was one of those just absolute hammer shows. Which, I mean, me, I hit the ball 380 feet often, you know. So, but it was just weird to kind of see that. It, lo- it looked like it was way longer than that. All right, 503, 250-1080. I'm sorry, uh, 314 at the pole. Three fourteen. Yeah, it's nothing. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's do this here. We uh, we get you set for uh, prime time with Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik, who uh, spent the first segment of their show yesterday dancing on my grave. <laughs> Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, we're getting you set for uh, all the goings-ons on this hump day. It is uh, wild card week is in the rearview mirror, divisional games, game ones all underway. That is really cool that Major League Baseball does that all on one day. They open them all up, but... I want the AL back today. Like, give me my March Madness wire to wire all day long for, like, the first two days of, of – and then you can stagger them after that. Yeah, give not, me two solid days, you, though. You're sitting here giving me morning baseball, mm. being a jerk about it, and then you're going to turn it off? It's a lot of fun to have morning baseball, too. Because baseball is the, the ultimate sport to have it. Like that because of the fact you can check in and out. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Unless you are committed to it. And I did feel for Mariner fans in yesterday because specifically Big John. Yeah, well, I felt for Mariner fans yesterday because it it was pretty early, um, and it that sucks. But whatever, we live on the West Coast. You, you get pick and choose your battles here, and you're not going to be getting the late game as long as the uh, Yankees or Dodgers are in it, and that's the reality. Even though I think that when it comes down to it, if they start reworking any of these slots for what game is more intriguing and what series is more intriguing. The Astros Mariners probably should be the prime time viewing slot because it that that series and the Braves Phillies, they seem like they're gonna be more even than what we're seeing between the Dodgers and the Yankees. Where are the bats? What about the, the thing is like the, the Padres are, are missing their What's in the box? Maybe their biggest bat and they they fizzled out hard and the Dodgers, I mean that lineup is just pure death. Look at the grin on your face right now. My goodness. Yeah. Well, uh, Souk just came in to flip me off because uh, I flipped him off last well, night. Also because you're an Astros fan. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's implied. Yeah, I know. Well, their first segment, they were dancing on my grave as mm-hmm. the Astros were down 7-3. to three. I mean, I was doing it like... Zombie Astros. Yeah. They're the zombie Astros. They came back from the dead, and you God. they cannot be killed. 
Zombie strolls should not be a thing. But I mean, yeah. I, I was vicariously dancing on your grave while in my car with well, them. Yeah. And I, you know what? I hope everybody was. <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. I get it. I understand why every single person hates the Houston Astros, and therefore they take it out on me I because no, I may I, be the closest I'm Astro gonna, fan to you. I'm not going to accept this. I get it. I'm not going to accept this. You're not going to graciously be like, oh, well, I what get do you it. Want? No, no. Lean into your villainy. No. Lean, lean into your poorly chosen no, sports team. I hate him, too. I would hate him, too. My poorly chosen sports team. Just... Just lean into it. Accept it. I do. Like That's my, exactly what like, I am like, doing. It's like my raiderdom. Like Devontae Adams being charged. I'm like, yep, no, he's a raider now. Y- y- well, absolutely it is. And that's why I'm saying I, I get it. I get why people hate it. What do you want me to do about it? I'm not going to go and change it. Be I wasn't, I wasn't banging on any trash cans. You know what it, it, it's going to be? It's going to be awesome. You know what you should do is you get a trash can and on bang on it in here. That's the only thing trash was Scott Services managing last night. That was the only trash can involved in that game. You're not wrong. My goodness. Rust, you want to talk? I can just see Rust rolling his eyes when he fired off that, that rim shot. That is so, <laughs> that, like, my goodness. Everybody's going to be like, cheaters. Okay. What's your excuse now? And that's kind of how, how, it, how it operates. I understand it. What? what? Got to support the team. Just go ahead and win. How about you do that instead? Yeah, no, be a little obnoxious about it. Make it make nah. it more viable. No. Nah. You know what's going to be even worse what? is with every time they win, people want a reaction and you just don't. You just don't. Until it's all said and done. That's that's how it that's how you go. Oh, there it is. There's that little mm-hmm. bit of there's that little go. bit of arrogance popping out. Ah, there's a little peacock. There's a, no. it's not a big one, but there's a little one there. No, you just until the very end, you know. No, that's when that's when you finish them off. Uh-huh. But uh, as I said yesterday, it's a five-game series, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. It's not – well, it should have said 27 outs because you need to get all of them. It's true. I And right now, what you are doing is you're getting so upset at the fact that I'm not some pompous jerk that it's frustrating you. And so what I'm doing is working to no, perfection. No, no, no. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> I'll find it. Don't worry. I'll find it. Don't worry. Find what? Oh, don't worry. I'll find it. Find what? We'll, we'll find that nerve. Oh, no. You're not getting it. Oh, trust me. No. We'll find something. No, you're fine. Um, I've been through this before. This isn't the first team that I like that's cheating. So. <laughs> that's it. That's why you're so okay with this. Yeah. My goodness. This isn't your first time dealing with a horrible franchise. My goodness. Uh-huh. Wow. That's what it is. That your 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 fandom. Not my, it's not my first rodeo, man. Your, your fandom is based in rooting for terrible franchises. Yeah, and this is what it comes wow. down to: is uh, well, it's better that than insufferable ones. Mm. Looking across the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, that girls, girls, you're both pretty. That, that is the one where you you go. Uh, yeah, it, it does become a lot easier when you've been down that road before. God, what do you? What do you want me to Your do? villain origin story sucks. <laughs> See now, now you're now you're finding that the button isn't going to be able to be pushed. Oh, God, dog, it's going to take me it's, longer. It's just been twenty years. I've been going through this. God, I've seen this all before. I've tremendous. been down this road before. This is why when the old Astros thing came out, I'm like Blazer fans. I am very sorry for eventually when they win a title, something bad is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
because that them's the rules. It's going to turn out somebody they drafted isn't an American citizen or something along those lines. No, it's going to be way worse than that. They're going to be caught cheating doing something because that you suffer for a really long time, and then they finally get over the hump, and then all of a sudden it all comes crashing down. I've been through it twice before. God. It'll happen again. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it, though. I'll t- if, that's, if that's what I have to take to get a, w- a Blazers title here, I'll take it. You said it. Yeah, not yeah. me. You said it, not me. I just accept it at this point. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens. Uh, now we got to move on to the, you know, move on the, the bigger thing. and better things. The fact that there's a Phillies little thing here in the what? office is terrible. What are you talking about? This little Jim Tomey. Because Nobody else can see that. I know, but I just the fact that I just realized that that's over here and that was looking at me during that Cardinals-Philly series is bothering me. Oh, all right. Just taunting me. Okay, well, uh, you, you clearly aren't over that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, huh. It's okay. At some point you will. But we, we'll be back tomorrow where we will have uh, hopefully some afternoon baseball to be discussing uh, because it will be in a dome, which is crazy to me that we have rainouts still in professional sports. The uh, Put a roof Braves, on your stadium. <laughs> Braves and Phillies still in a rain delay. Tomorrow at 1230, uh, Astros and Mariners game two on TBS. you got Luis Castillo uh, taking on Frumber Valdez. That should be good. And uh, 4.30, Guardians-Yankees tomorrow. Tonight, you got the Dodgers, who are probably just going to pump the uh, Padres for the yeah, second yeah. straight game in a row. Yes. And it's not game, it's, it will not be pretty. I don't think it's going to be a great series. All right. Probably thrill. <clears throat> we'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk some uh, college football, the great slate of the college football, and get into the NFL as Thursday Night Football tomorrow is, boy. On paper, this is the worst possible matchup one could put together. I would say somebody's got to win. But the reality of it is that this yeah. will probably be a tie. A 3-3 three, three tie. Good lord. 3-3 three, three tie. Nah, 2-3. Two, 2-3, three. <laughs> two, three, get the win. All right, that'll do it for us today. Coming up next, Prime Time with Isaac Atsuk. Have a great Wednesday. See you Thursday on the fan. Bye. Guys, support the team. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.